I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. My biggest goal is to become a Red Robin manager. Poor little thing. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as what, Amy? PLT. The podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time you woke up three nights ago with a black eye and you have no idea how you got it. Hi, I'm Ryan Steele, and with me as always is the newest cast member of Vanderpump Rules, it's Amy Goodmurphy. Oh my God, hi. I've been waiting so long for that to be revealed. Yes. Revealed. Mm -hmm. But may I stop for a moment? Mm -hmm. When I walked in here, I saw your black eye, (laughs) and you said, save it for the pod (laughs) and then i think i said yes save it for the pod Mm -hmm. you were sleeping and you woke up with a black eye okay basically yeah because i didn't even notice it i went to work on monday and my friend steph who i work with she's like oh my god what happened to your eye i'm like what are you talking about she goes it's black i'm like i don't know what you're talking about and she goes are you kidding like she was so like what and then i looked in the mirror and sure enough i have a nice rosy little dark kind of bruise above my right eye you didn't see it when my eyes like open it's really kind of hard to notice but apparently you can i think it got darker yesterday and today i feel like sunday night in my sleep i really think maybe i somehow like hit myself or like i don't know hit the corner of my bed i don't know how i would not be in pain or something but you know sometimes when you bruise yourself in your arm or your leg Yeah, there's a bruiser, but it never really hurt. Yeah, I'm assuming maybe something like that. Or as I always say, once in a while when I wake up super, super tired, but I had like eight hours of sleep, I think the aliens came and got me and then they wiped my memory. Are you on crack cocaine? (laughs) Because you have not taken one breath since I asked you about your fucking black eye. Okay, that was scary to me. Yeah, she went on a tear. She (laughs) went. When we start this podcast, we take three deep breaths mm-hmm. so that we can calm our bodies yeah. because we get really excited around each other. Yeah, well, D gave me a bump before the show. D, you do not do that but, here. So I don't know why I said yes. I haven't done it in so long. She's like, Ryan, you want a bump? And I was like, what? D. I just felt like a little, you know, I thought I was a little bit tired and I wanted some energy for the pod. Turns out too much now. Buddy. You can't be having bumps of coke before we do the pod or period, man. All right. 
Come on. I'm sorry. I don't have to worry about you. I was going to say, I already worry about D, but no, I don't. <laughs> D, stop bringing cocaine in here. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool. Mm-mm. Okay. And also, ugh. are you doing it too? Like right now? Oh, you're doing. Oh, she just. Re- oh, my God. I need to put this on pause for a second. <laughs> Can you please put this podcast on pause for a second? I got to go talk to D. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have to tell you something that felt good. Yeah. You put her in her place. I did. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I need to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's none of anybody's business. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. D has a black eye now too. No, she don't <laughs> say that. She doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> no. Anyways. So Vanderpump rules. I'm on Vanderpump rules. Yeah. The next season coming out soon, I think. Right? That's right. Yeah. It comes out next year. Oh, so yeah. Yes. You didn't even tell me you were filming. You're so sneaky. Well, I can't. Cause like the whole strike thing, mm-hmm. like I don't, I didn't know what the rules were with reality shows. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I, they flew me down. Wow. I applied. You applied. I applied. Yeah. Okay. There was, I saw this like ad on Instagram and it was like, if you want to be the next star of Vanderpump. And I was like, yes, I do. Mm, of course. So I applied. Mm-hmm. They looked at me. They were like lesbian mm. in a relationship for over 10 years. Attractive. Um, very attractive, mm-hmm. like extremely hot, 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 mm-hmm. hot rock, you know, sort of like what's hot, like a jalapeno hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like hot. Like America's Next Top Model. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Could have been, mm-hmm. would have been would have won yeah and and then they were like oh yeah what do you like to do and i was like stay in don't go out Mm -hmm. i like to hike Mm -hmm. um i love technical gear like rain gear and stuff like i love (laughs) like a nice hiking boot they must have loved this they loved it Mm -hmm. and they were like you are vanderpump material Mm -hmm. would you be okay with serving and i was like Mm. like i had to work at pump i have to work at the restaurant yeah and i was like wow i don't know at red robin i was a hostess Mm -hmm. and they were like well you could host. And I was like, okay, yes, I'll do it. Like mm-hmm. that was the, as soon as they said I could host, I was like, yes. A middle-aged host. A middle-aged host. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was yeah. a middle-aged. I'm a, and there's I, nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. No. And that's the thing mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So I flew down there. I hosted, um, the, a pump in West Hollywood, pump. a pump. And, um, I actually, Slept with Scandable. Oh, wow. Yes. Because I just love his cover band. <laughs> like, have you seen his cover band? It's hot. Like, okay. they do cover songs. So you slept with a man, though. Yes. Okay. For the show. Yeah, I get it. Because it was like a controversy. Because, yeah. like, I had a producer who was like, the producer said to me, like, you know, everybody has their own producer. Mm-hmm. They're like, what do you want your storyline to be? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, like I said, I like to go on hikes. Like, maybe we could go to a dog park, mm-hmm. look at dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, and they were like, that's fucking boring. Yeah. Which hurt my feelings. Well. And they were like, would you sleep with a man? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, they brought it up. They brought it up. Okay. I'm not really supposed to say that, well, but they did. You heard it here first, a little scoop. Hey, so my producer's name was Kurt. And he said to me, <laughs> he said, would you do that? And I was like, I will do that for sure mm-hmm. because I'm a star now. Yeah. And then, um, anyway, so I did that. They kicked me off the show because they just oh. said it wasn't working. Yeah. And then I had to pay for my own way home. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I actually don't even know if I'm going to be, I think they may have edited me out. Oh, God. Did Scandable wear a condom? I don't know. <laughs> Were you shit face? I don't know. Hey, no. Hey, man. Why are you turning this up? <laughs> hey, you know what I said? What's that? You don't have to. Because, <laughs> because I. Ruins the sensation? Kurt told me. Yeah. To tell him, <laughs> no, Kurt didn't tell me that. I said, mm-hmm. he goes, 
you want me to wear a dome? <laughs> and then I was like, a dome. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then because I talk like this on the show, of course, yeah. I'm like, hey, welcome to Pump, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, ten party of ten. And I'm like, oh no, the servers are gonna be so mad. Yeah. They're slammed. You're gonna slam Trishel. They're gonna slam. I'm gonna oh, slam Trishel. Wrong show, right? Yeah, wrong show. <laughs> I can't remember who works there. Ariana. I like go to Ariana's bar and I'm like, Ariana, you have to see. I have to see ten at your bar. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what the <laughs> fuck? You don't even know how to host. Yes. Are you middle aged? I got so many chits right now. I'm slammed. That's what I'm saying. She's like so many tickets. Yeah. Like she's got so many drink tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they're called. I think yeah. when the receipts come out. Mm-hmm. And then, anyways, um, wait, why is I talking about that? I was talking about people coming to the bar because <laughs> you were being a hostess and like you weren't. Maybe you weren't good at it anyway. Okay. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> so much stuff happened, and then Scandal and I. He was like, "You were dome," and I was like, "I don't know." Oh yeah, because I talk at this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It all came back. There we go. I don't know. Do you want to? And he was like, it doesn't feel as good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. So then do it. Surprise. I said, surprise me. Whoa. That's what I said. Yeah. And then anyways, we did it. Yeah. And then I got kicked off the show. Shit. Yeah. They said it was too boring. But hopefully it like blows up and you're going to be all over like social media. No, because be they, Andy Cohen. No, because I think I'm edited out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm and they sorry. won't return my emails. Oh, no. I tried to call Kurt so many times. Yeah. And like yesterday when I tried, it just went to a like a. Oh. And I think that happens when you're blocked. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never been blocked. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'll edit all that out. Don't worry. No, please. <laughs> please. No, please. Well, I really hope they don't edit you out. We'll see what happens. Thanks, you guys. Um, Everybody. <laughs> Folks. I, uh, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. I've started something new. What? Acupuncture. Oh, tell me about it. You ever got it? Yes. I had never... And I thought it was going to be just like a little bit of like, you know, when you get like a needle in your arm or maybe a little bow in your forehead. Sure, Botox. It does not hurt that much. It's like a little prick and you're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Acupuncture rocked my world. I am such a wimp, apparently. Like every little one she put in, I was like, and I'm like, then I kind of laugh it off. And then all in my leg and my toes and my fingers. Whoa. Oh my God. Hated it the first time. Right. But the second and third time. Both times after the second time I went to your place, yeah, I was full zend out. Zend. I loved it, but like while she does it, and then she does this thing called she's stimulating certain areas, so she keeps taking them out and putting them back Ew. in. It is so painful, but now I'm kind of like addicted to the pain. Oh my! She's living for pain. Mm-hmm. She's living her pain fantasy. Right. Okay. I about fucking kicked her in the face one time yeah. too when she put it in my <laughs> fucking leg. I felt so bad. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then she just leaves you in there for like 20 minutes, and you're supposed to meditate. Yeah. And every time she, she also gives me all this homework, like you should go to bed by 11 and do this and do that. I yeah. never do any of it. No, you don't need so you don't, bad for myself. You don't do the the homework when you go to those places. No. Did you do your exercises? Um, yeah, and it still hurts. <laughs> it's really weird. They're like, fuck, shut up. Yeah. You didn't do them. When you got acupuncture, did it hurt? I only ever got it once. And I remember it felt like interesting. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like, I don't remember trying to kick or anything. Yeah. But I didn't get a lot of needles. It was weird. Mm. But something I do remember is I went with my friend Brian. Okay. And he swore by this woman named Tina. Mm. And he was like, we got to go see Tina. And I was well, like, okay, yeah. I'll go see Tina. Why not? Anyways, I'm laying there and Tina pokes, pricks you mm-hmm. and then wraps you up. And you lay there with like nice spa music on for like mm-hmm. a long time. And then when, she's, when she thinks you're ready, mm-hmm. she'll come wake you up. Like oh. when you're ready or whatever, you can tell her. Okay. I'm lying there. Brian started before me. Yeah. I'm lying there and I'm kind of like 
trying to forget that there's like spikes coming out of my body mm. and like what is happening and like do I want to fall asleep? It's I don't like know. Hellraiser. Yeah, like Hellraiser exactly. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if I like want to sleep risk sleep farting myself awake wow. with Tina. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm new here. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm lying there like for like I want to say 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and all of a sudden I hear beside me Brian has fallen asleep, and all of a sudden I hear beside me Tina. <laughs> I'm like, who, what child, what little child is in here? And I look over and it's Brian. He's tuckered himself awake. And he's like, Tina. Why is he saying it like that? I'm awake. Okay. He says, he says he didn't say it like that, Mm. but I swear I remember it like that. So now like every once in a while when we're hanging out, I'll go, Tina, Tina. baby's awake. (laughs) Come get me. Tina. Tina. Tina, baby's awake now. Take the pins out. That's what he sounds like, actually, He's, all the time. Brian's going to kill me. He yeah. listens to the pod. <laughs> Honey, you said it like that. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, also, I want to know, does acupuncture work? Because I told one of my regulars at the bar, and he's a radiologist, and he kind of like just scoffed at me. He's like, okay, go waste your money. Kind no, of eye roll. I think it does. I know actually a couple people randomly that have had Bell's palsy, where their face has been paralyzed. And oh. we, yeah, you, when you research what to do, what can you do that's in your own hands? Mm-hmm. And acupuncture was part of it. And that helped two people that I know. Okay. Yeah. So I think it really does. I think there's something to it. Oh, oh I'm going to keep going. I think there's a little something to it. <laughs> I got a question for you. What? What's new? Oh my God. Everything. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know where to begin. First of all, I went to Cirque du Soleil last night. Ever heard of it? Somebody got some money. I got taken for my birthday. Whoa. It was a late gift. By Tina? Tina took me. (laughs) (laughs) Tina took me to Cirque. You keep in touch. We keep in touch. Tina took me to Cirque. Did you tell her that you're going to go to someone new though? No. Yeah, it's probably because I want to go to Cirque again. Yeah, Yeah, like I want to. I want to. Want her to buy me tickets Mm, and stuff. Dinner. Because I'm not buying that. Okay. Truly though, Mm -hmm. I am not a Cirque girl. Like I am not a girl that's buying tickets to Cirque. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm being. I I would like to go with somebody, Mm -hmm. but I'm not the girl that looks it up and goes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm the same person. So I'm really appreciative. I'm not a Cirque girl. I'm not (laughs) Not a Cirque Cirque girl. girl, Okay. But I don't mean I'm not a. I don't mean I'm not a Cirque girl in in regards to like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm blown away. Yeah. But I like to be taken to Cirque. Fair enough. Do you understand I me? I understand. So my friend, she, we surprise each other for our birthdays. Oh, I okay? love it. So every year, you know, sometimes her partner's involved. The last two years, her partner's been involved too, like mm-hmm. in the plans, whatever. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. And so we surprise each other. Sometimes we got, a couple years ago, I got balloons from the dollar store. Heard of it. Helium. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I fed them outside of my car and I ripped past her when she was walking home from work and I was honking happy birthday oh i love it picture up and we went to the golfing range whoa well she's a lesbian dyke, 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 dyke she's dyke, a dyke. hey dyke. hey sorry she is a dyke okay anyway so we do sporty stuff usually mm-hmm. she's a sporty spice mm-hmm. like me mm-hmm. and so the last two years i took her to two different golfing ranges because <laughs> i am not creative i've well, told you this yeah, you have, i'm yeah. bad at gifts mm-hmm. but i try mm, you're better than you think but uh, yeah it's hard to always think of new things is the problem i don't know where to go you a flashlight I'm not getting her. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. That's true. Ugh. Anyways, maybe for her clients, I get her a flashlight just for the top of her vagina. Like, how does it even work? I don't think it would. Yeah, she can't use it. Okay, my better. She take it back. She just uses her finger. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. Maybe people do like that. It's none of my business. I don't know. Okay, so she. So, anyways, here's the deal. Mm. She goes be at my house 6 p.m. and she goes dress up. 
Okay. She goes, dress up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm mad already. I don't want to dress up. Mm-hmm. I mean, dress up. Mm-hmm. I want to wear my sweatsuit. Well. And that's why she told me, dress up. Because mm-hmm. she knew I was coming in a sweatsuit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, and she was like, well, you can wear jeans. I'm like, well, I don't fucking wear jeans. By the way, I hate jeans. Yeah. They feel like shit. Mm-hmm. They're too tight. Mm-hmm. Even if they're baggy, they're heavy. Yeah. And I'm not comfortable in them. Mm-hmm. So fuck off, jeans. Yeah, I just started wearing them again. I don't like them. I'm not into it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the feeling on my skin. Yeah, I like khakis. I'm really into my... I got a pair of khakis. I wear them all the time. No, khakis, sweats, mm. dress pants. Lululemon joggers. You heard of them? Cargo pants, khaki mm-hmm. material. You understand? Fishnet skirts. Don't get me jeans. Mm-hmm. And don't get me started on jeans. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, I'm like, okay, well, I'll wear dress pants, I guess. Wow, like, what the heck? And like, we're not fancy, bougie gals so much, you know, Mm -hmm. like our relationship, it's more sporty. We like to have fun. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, hey, man, what the heck? Mm -hmm. So I get dressed up, but I'm out for the day. So I wear my black pants and a black turtleneck Mm -hmm. and nice shoes all day. Great. It's beautiful. Mm. Were you warm? It was warm. Yeah. 6 p.m. rolls around. I'm there. Whoa. I'm on time. Okay. She says, don't be late. Because sometimes I'm late and she knows. Yeah, she get really mad. She wasn't even there when I was there. She just tested me. Because I think she said six, thinking I was coming at 6.30. Oh. But I came at six. Good for you. So I go upstairs, okay? It was hilarious. They have a little baby who's not even one yet. And her partner was there. And she just held their baby outside of the front door. So it looked like the little baby was waiting for me, like just out in the hall. (laughs) I love that. It was really funny. Her name is Ren and she's so cute. Okay, anyways, we get there. We eat. They make me dinner. It's beautiful. Mm. I still don't know where we're going. And she's like, well, you could have just worn jeans. Again, I said, I don't wear jeans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She says, finally, want to know what we're doing? Mm -hmm. I say, yeah. She goes, you sure? I say, yeah. She says, parkour. I say, what? Yeah. (laughs) She says, yeah, parkour. Like, can't you get excited? Like, whatever. I'm like, you told me to dress up. But what do you mean parkour? I'm like, I'm going to rip my pants. And she's laughing hysterically. They're both laughing. And I'm like, is this a joke or not? Because you're a fucking liar. Yeah. And so is her partner. She's a liar too. What like, is parkour? Parkour is like when you, it's like a sport. It's like when you jump and climb off stuff oh. with no riggings or anything. My stupid ass. I'm just like, I don't know what that means. Hey, it's okay. It's called parkour. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know when people jump off stuff and they go parkour. Oh, okay. I do know that. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I can't parkour. I can't parkour either. She's my Cairo. She knows my body doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So they're laughing and I'm like, they're like, no, I'm dead serious. She's like, a client of mine is going to give us a solo lesson together and he's holding the gym so we have to hurry up and go. I'm like, okay. And they're like, we just thought it'd be funny to watch you do parkour on a turtleneck and black pants. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm sweating already. I'm like, all right. She's like, fine. I'll go put on a black turtleneck and pants to be with you. And it'll be funny. We'll take some pictures. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Anyways, we go downstairs. I'm like walking away right before we leave. I turn to her partner. I'm like, are we really going to parkour? She's like, Yes. And I was like, okay. We start walking to parkour. (laughs) We hang a right, Mm. right before parkour. And I say, what are we doing? Yeah. And she goes, we're going to Cirque, baby. (laughs) Gotcha. She got me good. Parkour. Parkour. Anyways, poor thing. Parkour your fucking life. I know. Listen, you ever been to Cirque? Oh, yeah, a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. God. Mm-hmm. They, apparently, they've taken animals at a circ. A tiger ate my cousin's baby, actually. Maybe that's why, too. At a circ show? Yeah. 
Why wouldn't you tell me that? Went into the audience and took the, took, took the baby right out of her hands and <laughs> chomped it up. Right at the show. Yeah. <laughs> it was mortifying. Killed horrifying. a family member of yours. Yeah. No, a my, tiger. My cousin's baby, so we're not really related. But um, yeah. What, okay, hold on. <laughs> Egg. I'll stop right No, now. no, no. Just hold on for a second. <laughs> so there was, a, first of all, a tiger in Cirque. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. <laughs> um, and so what was the tiger's, like, what was the show? What were they doing? It was like a... What was like, the performance? Like a circus kind of thing. There was a ringleader. And he was like, behold, it's the world world's biggest tiger yeah Woo! and then the tiger came out and the tiger did like a flip and, and it was all, huge yeah, it was oh huge. the tiger flipped the tiger did a flip and <laughs> yeah. everyone was like yeah yeah and then they rode the tiger you know and they shot okay. like you know smoke cannons and all these kind of things in the air and then people were doing aerial shit above them yeah and then suddenly um someone's phone went off and it really scared the tiger and the tiger like threw the guys that were on top of uh her off and then yeah. went to go find the phone and the person whose phone rang was right by my cousin yeah and then the tiger <laughs> went in there and saw the little one-year-old baby yeah. in her lap and just like took it with her claws yeah. and then like ate it in front of everybody <laughs> and the doors were locked so yeah. no one could get out everyone was just forced to watch I believe you <laughs> but I'm why didn't you tell me that why wouldn't I you tell me that save it for the pod you're saving the fact that <laughs> when did this happen uh 2017 oh my god yeah. what was the baby's name uh, Cleo. Cleo. Oh, I thought it was Chantel. <laughs> it was Cleo? Yeah, Cleo. Okay, wow. Baby Cleo, rest in peace. I'm really sorry that happened to I your know, family. I know. Someone did film my cousin's baby being eaten by the tiger. It's on, it's like this some weird dark web YouTube thing. It's, I think it's called like YouTuber or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the link on her Patreon. <laughs> and if you sign up to Patreon, yes. if you're not on there yet, this this is the type of material that you are missing out on. 100%. And he's willing to share this life story with you, this family secret that I didn't even know. Mm. Also, I can't believe it didn't make news. Yeah. Like, was it in the Langley Times? Yes, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was on the front page, actually, and the Langley Advance. Oh, and the Langley Advance. Yeah. Just wow. Like when my house burnt down. What? Yeah, I don't want to burn down. I know. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, I have a. Uh, I haven't done one in a while, but I have an old update. D. I'm growing old. And actually, this situation happened with you last week. All the numbers and letters on my phone are very small still when I text. <laughs> yeah. My friend, my friend Ryan, when he texts, he's like my parents. He's the same age as me. And like you get like four words on the screen and then he scrolls and I laugh at him every time. Pride myself on being a young 45 year old. But Jamie Goodmurphy came to my apartment last week and I got a new MacBook and the cursor arrow on my fucking oh my God. computer is so big. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, when I was setting it up, you know, when you get your computer, yeah. you got to set up which way you want the trackpad to go and all these things. And that's yeah. fun. And when I got to this part, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go a size up and I love it. But you looked at it. Look at it right now. <laughs> it's so big. It's, it's huge. huge. So it's the first step in me becoming this new old <laughs> person. I'm like, I'm sure my phone stuff is going to get larger soon. It's it's just starting to happen. Yeah, listen, I had no idea that's why it was that big. I was like, oh, wow, because like your computer is newer than mine and bigger than mine. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess everything is just blown up. Yeah. I didn't even think that you had control over that. Yeah, I chose and it. And you needed to see it. Mm-hmm. You poor little thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Becoming an elderly happens in baby steps. Yes. And watching them happen, I think talking about it is going to make the journey that much easier and enjoyable. You're going to share on your journey and mm-hmm. people are going to relate. Yeah. I'm not there yet. No. But maybe I would like to be. Yes, actually, I remember last week <laughs> looking at this massive arrow and being like, holy shit. It was like, yeah, whoa. It was taking up the whole screen. I just wanted to click a tab. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. 
I'm so sorry. It's all good. I elderly shamed you. I know. I also just cut a big uh, chunk of gray hair out of my hair before you came over too. You poor thing. There's a weird one right beside, like my right near my ear, and I was like, I don't know why. You know, I always you know dye the sides. This one wasn't getting dyed, and uh, I just cut it off. Listen, it's happening. <laughs> I told you. I went to the hairdressers yesterday. Thank you so much. I got my roots done. That's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I brushed the lawn. I always go there, and I said they were like, he always knows. I'm like. I don't know what I want. I don't care. Just do whatever you want. But yeah. I'm like, but get rid of these. Mm-hmm. What I really want him to do is yank them all out. Yeah. But he kept saying, stop doing it. Because when they grow back, they grow back wonky. Oh. So I've stopped ripping. Okay. Speaking of upkeeping your body, your mm-hmm. face, your hair. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? We're always talking about it. We're always wanting to do it. Well, we're really critical of it. We want to age gracefully. We want to age gracefully. Well, we with don't want to age at all. No, we don't. <laughs> I was going to say we want to age gracefully with chemicals in our face, <laughs> on our hair, and all over our bodies. Yeah. What? It's science. Mm-hmm. If science isn't meant to be used, then what's it here for? Thank you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to scientifically change my hair color. Mm-hmm. Scientifically wipe my natural face out. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Love it. If science wasn't meant for us, who's it meant for? Mic drop. What I'm talking about is from time to time, I will get my eyebrows tinted because my eyebrows are very light and I like to see them. (laughs) And every day it's the one thing that I usually will never leave the house without putting something in my eyebrows Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's an insecurity of mine. You don't want to look like Eileen Warnos. Well, and this is the thing when you play a character for a very long time (laughs) called monster who is based off of, off of Eileen Warnos and you have no eyebrows. People that know that character go, Holy, you really do look like monster. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, okay. That's such a nice compliment. It's such a nice compliment. Mm. My brother still says it every time he sees me. Fuck, Kevin, you really do look like You really do. Yeah. He literally will be like, Jesus, you look like monster. Fuck and I'm like, him. fuck off. Yeah, no, I've, thank you. I've done that character in years. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm. so I draw that in. I draw them in. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Give him a little look, yeah. a little pip pow. Mm-hmm. So I went to this salon that specializes in eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So I got there, I sat down. And I'm just like, you know, I know the drill. It's very short. It's a short amount of time. You get there, they p- paste it on. Mm-hmm. They see how long you had it on last time. And then you're done. Does Bob, it hurt? Bob's your uncle. No, it's oh. like nothing. They just paint on the tint and that's it. Perfect. And then uh, anyways, I sit down and she goes, oh, I see you're just here for a tint. I'm like, yep, just a tint. She goes, no shape? No, no shaping? <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah. I'm like just a tint. She's like, Okay, yeah, you want to be really natural, huh? Yeah. Really natural? I shape my own eyebrows. Yeah. These aren't natural. I shape these myself. Tina, fucking trying to upsell it. It wasn't Tina. Okay. Tina. Tina. Anyway, she was unimpressed that my eyebrows were not there to be shaped and only dyed. (laughs) And anyways, in the process, Tina, we will call her Tina number two. Of course. Tina dyes my eyebrows and when we're done, she's like, here, take a look. Do you like this shade? And I look and I see a big dark brown dot above my eyebrow. <laughs> and I go, I, I'm like, oh yeah, I really like this color. I'm like, oh, and I just sort of point to it. I'm like thinking, well, she's dyed this black little part here. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh yeah, you have zit there. So it got dyed too. <laughs> she's like laughing at you. She's laughing at me and just was like, yeah, oh yeah, you have zit there. So it got dyed too. Tina too. Tina two dyed my mm. pimple and mm. it stayed dyed for two days oh. because I guess I had like messed with it a little bit so there was like dry skin around it so it dyed the dry skin and I was mm. rubbing and rubbing 
and it don't come clean. Tina too. Tina too had dyed my pimple. <laughs> Tina, you didn't see the zit there? Yeah. I've never had a pimple dyed before. And I love how she just went, she literally just went like, oh yeah, you have pimple there. So it died too. <laughs> what? And you sent me a photo of this actually when yes, it happened. Yes, I did. That zit was, I want to say a decent amount of distance away from your brow. Well. Where I don't think that was necessary. I think she was fucking just having a little fun with you. This girl's not going to get a shape. So mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to put her through it a bit. She was mad that I didn't want to get shaped. Mm-hmm. So she dyed my zit. Yeah. And she was like, this bitch doesn't think that that I have this in me, mm-hmm. but I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dye up that zit above her fuck. She can't really see it now. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure you see it when you leave. There you go. I love my eyebrows though, mm-hmm. but I didn't like that dyed zit. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's gone now. It's gone. Oh, I kind of ripped it off eventually. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I showed my mom like they dyed my pimple. She's like, looks like a beautiful beauty mark. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, kind of just looks like a little speck of dirt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyways, well, fuck Tina too. Fuck Tina too. No, Tina too was cool. Right. And then I when I went home, I was like, Jenny, do you think I need to shape? Like, am I delusional when I look at myself? I'm like, I think I have okay eyebrows, but maybe I'm not sure. And she was like, No, you're fine. And I was like, Well, Tina too didn't think so. Mm-hmm. And Tina too wanted to shape them badly. Oh. So then I did take a little bit. I went in a little bit okay. and I changed a little bit on the sides. I mean, you won't be able to tell. Oh. But for me, I was like, I better listen to Tina too a little bit. Maybe <laughs> she said they were natural. These are they don't grow like this, Tina too. Yeah, Tina too. This is from over plucking in eighth grade they just stop growing there's a woman I know (laughs) who a long time ago may or may not be related to me not in my immediate family Mm -hmm. but maybe a little bit farther out Mm -hmm. it's none of your business I know it's not okay Anyways, we share the same bloodline, <laughs> but she, she, um, had plucked out all her eyebrows mm. because it was at times and you draw them in. Yeah. Well, they never grew back. Mm. And then when tattooing your eyebrows came in, this was before microblading. This was like literal blue tattoo. Okay. You would tattoo on an eyebrow. Oh it was like the God. latest thing. She tattooed them all. It's like 80s kind of thing? No, this was like, no, because like microneedling didn't come in until like the last like six years. Oh. So before that, okay. you were drawing on whatever. Mm. And then before that, this mm. was like, no, I want to say the 90s. Okay. She lit, okay, yeah, sorry, not far off. Mm. This was like 90s. Mm. She tattooed on her eyebrows. And they were tattoo color. Oh my God. And then I don't remember if she like maybe put brown over top of them, like makeup or powder or something. Mm-hmm. But like when they were when she wasn't out or just chilling yeah they faded like tattoos oh you know what i mean i don't like that they become a bluey green tattoo color Mm -hmm. anyways i felt bad she needs a merkin like we talked about last week with our bushes she needs a glue on (laughs) a merkin on her face yes no she's still a beautiful woman i'm just saying it was it's a tough thing when you get into these beauty trends Mm -hmm. and you take a risk and a lot of women in my life including jenny she's like my mother always told me do not over pluck your eyebrows Mm -hmm. because you will regret it and i had a mom that was like not overly in any direction. She was just like, do what you want. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, encouraged me to make good decisions, but was like, you know, wasn't in, I don't know. How did she say it? She would say, Amy, wow, I see you've plucked your eyebrows. (laughs) Okay. Well, did you think that was a good decision? And I'd say, shut up, mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I didn't, I would have fucking, and I overdid it. I know. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, well, I wasn't sure I should say anything. I said, I said, shut up. (laughs) And then she'd say, okay, honey, well, it's all right. Would you like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Well, that's nice. And I would say, yeah, I wanted one yesterday. Mm -hmm. I hate you. Yeah, well, you're a teenager. And then I would cry and hug her and say, sorry. 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 
Sorry. <laughs> She'd say, it's all right. Oh. I'm going to, I've been reading the ADHD book and mm. I think I know how to handle this. Yes. And then I'd say, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Anyways, it's a beauty thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if you believe, I don't know. What's like another trend that you could really get on board with that like big, well, big fluffy eyebrows. I could never get those because my eyebrows won't grow mm. in a certain spot. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, speaking of high school, with your conversation with your mom, remember last season when I talked about, I kept hearing everyone was getting finger banged? Go on. Well, there's another expression I was thinking about recently that I didn't like in high school. What? I would hate when people would say they got their cherry popped. I hate it. So Ew. gross. Ew. Like, oh yeah, what happened last night? Oh, Mark popped my cherry. Ew. That is so disgusting. Popped my cherry. <laughs> and you know what that's in regards to? Is like popping your hymen, like breaking through your hymen and sometimes it would bleed. Oh. That's disgusting. Disgusting. That is disgusting. That actually is so gross. <laughs> we used to say, I think, I think what we mostly said was like, took my V card. Oh. But also, boys were always taking girls' V cards. No girl was saying, I took his V card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fucked up. Guys were collecting them. Yeah. Hello. It's our first virginity time, each other. Mm. Like, you don't just take mine, bitch. Yeah, virginity rocks, and you'll get it when I want to give it to you. That's virginity rocks first and foremost, <laughs> and second, and you'll and I'm not giving it. And first of all, what I was going to say is actually I'm not giving it to nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't give you my virginity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I allowed you to fucking have a rocking time with me mm-hmm. and rock out mm-hmm. and have a virginity playtime. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I didn't give you no card. No, I don't have a card to give. Sorry, maybe I'm popping your ass. Ch- <laughs> I don't know. I do remember though when I was, I think I said it on here, I was 23 when yeah. I had sex for the first time. That's lovely. But that wasn't even full anal, actually. The first time I had sex was the guy in the hotel where I just came on my leg. That's if, right. If you've listened to old PLT episodes. <laughs> That's right. But I remember, regardless of no penetration happening, yeah. I considered it sex. I got naked with another sure. man. We both um, ejaculated. That was good enough for me. Yeah. And I think some people do consider that sex. I do too. Um, and so, but I remember going back to Red Robin and stuff where I worked at the time. Give it up for Red Robin. A lot of Red Robin G- shout outs. Give it up for Red Robin. <laughs> yeah. And I remember going back to work and telling my coworkers, 
I pop my cherry. <laughs> <laughs> more of a joke, though. More of a joke. I, I technically didn't pop my cherry. I ejaculated on my leg in front of a man. Okay, but wait. What? First of all, this is what that truly looked like. You were 23, so you were like a man. Yeah, I had great And your already. coworkers were like 15, 16, hosting <laughs> at the front, and you were like... Hey, Janice. Yeah. I popped my cherry. And my cherry popped. She was like, What? Yeah. She was like, My mom's coming to pick me up. Can I get up early? And you're like, Yeah, whatever. No problem. Yeah, you definitely can. I'm in a good mood because I popped my cherry. And then she tells her mom, Hey, guess what, Ryan, my, my swing manager told me. <laughs> swing manager. Yeah, he told me that he got his cherry popped. And yeah. then the mom turns the car around. Mom, what are you doing? We're going back to Red Robin, Janice. It, he's talking about sex. <laughs> he's talking about anal course. That's how I got fired. Hey, mm-hmm. that's how? Yeah. Oh my God. But it all worked out because then I got a job in the nightclub and here I am. And here you are. 50 years later. On top of the world. Yeah. <laughs> on top of the in- the restaurant industry world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Red Robin, fuck off. I actually saw a friend last week and she works at our oyster bar in Vancouver and she's in her 40s. She's a server and I'm still, I'm still bartending one or two days a week. We had a little moment. We're like, I don't care that we're in our 40s. We love the industry. And I, part of me was like, we, it was genuine. But in my head, I was like, are we just trying to like fool ourselves? Hey, listen. <laughs> We have to do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And this city, don't make it easy. Mm-hmm. My mom, I was over at my mom's the other day and she's like, you know, Amy, I read something really <laughs> funny recently. I love her voice. And yeah, She's like, I read something really funny recently and I have to tell you about it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, a ki- no, no. She goes, I was listening to CBC radio mm. as she does on her Alexa. She kept, <laughs> she kept telling Alexa to quietly the other day. Again, I'm not making this up. She's like, Alexa. Alexa, no. Alexa, no. I'm like, she can't hear you, mom. You're too low. And she's like, well, sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. Well, Anyways, that's all you need. That's all you need is just Alexa, no. Alexa, turn it off. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop it. Alexa, please. Please, Alexa. <laughs> so anyway, she said she was listening to CBC and there was a comedian on there. And apparently the comedian made a joke about, she goes, I just loved it. The comedian, <laughs> I just loved it, Amy. The comedian said, Vancouver is like, a really hot guy with no personality. And I was like, oh my God, that is kind of funny. So Mm. it's like beautiful on the outside. It's got everything on the outside, but it ain't got no personality. It costs too much to live here. Mm -hmm. What the fuck's happening with the culture in this city? What's going on? True. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, we got a chandelier under the Granville Bridge. That's pretty nice. (laughs) Someone installed a chandelier under the bridge Mm -hmm. and at a certain time, Mm -hmm. it flings around. There you go. We have the hero show. There's some culture, but that's about it. A chandelier and the hero. That's it. That's all we got. Listen. What? We have to talk about something. Bring it on. Together. Okay. Oh. You took me out for my birthday speaking of. I am, I'm telling you, this is my year. Mm -hmm. My birthday heaven. You're loved. I felt loved. Especially by my little girl over here. Mm -hmm. Because she took me for foods, a burger we shared. Mm -hmm. Remember we had the best service experience ever? Oh my God. Sing, sing on Maine. Gotta give it up I'm telling you. The service was fast. The food was amazing. It was like we literally left and went, that was perfect service. It was perfect service. Mm -hmm. We got a table. Mm -hmm. It was in the window. Mm -hmm. I got to sit on the bench, which is my favorite spot. There you go. Because it was my birthday. Well, I was scared if I farted on the bench that it would rumble down the whole bench and other people would feel it. So I took my chair because I could fart in peace. That, so he could fart in peace on his own piece of wood. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I never thought about that. Yeah. I should be choosing the chair so I can fart peacefully mm-hmm. on my own piece mm-hmm. of driftwood. Yeah. That's all I need. You don't want to be causing no earthquakes on that bench. I don't want people to know I'm rattling out my butt while I'm eating. Imagine you're eating and you suddenly shake. <laughs> yeah. Someone's farting on this yeah, bench. Yeah, who is it? It looks like her. It's probably her. Yeah. The girl with the fucking little mole above her Hey, don't come for me unless I fucking call for you, bitch. Yes, ma'am. Then, where did we go? 
We went to the Biltmore Cabaret to see one of our favorite podcasts. Which one? I've had it. I've had it. Jennifer and Pumps. Oh my God, Brian. Listen, I didn't know much about them. Brian had come across them. Mm. He was like, I think I'm, I want to take you yes. and we're going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we laughed our asses off. Yep. Holy shit. Are those women funny? Mm-hmm. If you do not listen to their podcast or follow them on social media, mm-hmm. everything they say is like, they just talk about what they've had it with. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, I've had it. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. But do you remember the fucking table in front of us who kept talking back to them? That's what I said to people after the show. They're like, how was it? And I go, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. But a couple of women in their early fifties are going to bring a bunch of women in their early fifties in the audience. And for whatever reason, women in the early fifties in the audience sometimes like to gab and talk back to the girls. And it wasn't that kind of show. There's no heckling to be done. And it was getting done. <laughs> There's no heckling to be done. And it was getting done. And it was getting done. That's I, right. Yes. And I no, don't like that. Right. Here's the thing. It wasn't a call and response show. It was not. No one was asking you a question. Mm-hmm. They would like say something and then this woman would be like, yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. Yeah, I heard that girlfriend. Shut up. Stop it. Yeah. Stop yelling out mm-hmm. to the people on stage. And yeah. a couple times, one of them turned to them and was like, okay, like they handled it very well. I don't like that. <laughs> if that's happening to me, I'm not, I'm not graciously no. saying like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Stop it. Don't. I saw a bunch of head turns from you. I kept looking, (laughs) hoping to make eye contact to be like, stop it. No more. You drank too much. Mm -hmm. And you sound like a fucking idiot. (laughs) And I'm embarrassed. You know what I mean? Anyways, they're Southern girls. They talk like this. Mm. And I loved it. I've had it. (laughs) They kept saying, I've had it. And there was one thing that they brought up that was so, I mean, everything was so funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, we could go on about it forever. Mm -hmm. Honestly, check them out. So good. One of the things they talked about was she called out a man. This was like one of the things she had had it with. She called out a man that she does not follow on social media, but that she goes to his page because it's an open profile. Mm -hmm. And she was like, if y'all wrap me out so that I cannot see his posts anymore, I will fucking kill y'all so this day this day secret here and i'm fucking sharing this with you so fuck off she's like if y'all are narcs you can go to fucking hell yeah, i'm dying already yeah, yeah. i'm like she's calling us narcs mm-hmm. anyway she goes this man will do a woman crush wednesday every fucking wednesday for his wife mm-hmm. and she goes let me just read this one for y'all the last wednesday first of all again she does not follow this man she just goes for the woman crush wednesdays he goes she goes, the photo is of his wife, butt naked, on her stomach, with a golf tee in her ass. <laughs> and he has taken a picture like he's about to hit the golf ball off her ass. Mm-hmm. And I quote underneath, it says, and it basically goes on to say, I have loved you my entire life. You're my number one. Mm -hmm. You are the most beautiful woman to me. And I will cherish our love forever. You have changed my life. My queen, I am your king. And it goes off and off. And Mm. then she goes and reads all the hashtags. My queen, me and you forever. (laughs) So many. Oh my God. It was so embarrassing. She's like, She's naked with a with a golf tee in her ass. Yeah, and a lot of the hashtags didn't make any sense. It was so fucking annoying mm-hmm. and bad, and she was so funny. Everything she says that she's had it with, mm-hmm. I've had it with. I've had it with. They're too good at it. Oh my god, they're very liberal. I love you know, yeah. they're from the south, but they uh, they're very similar to us in our thoughts and beliefs. They said they hated gender reveal parties. Mm-hmm. They opened with one of our friends, Cynthia Kiss, mm-hmm. who's a drag queen here, and she was on um, Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race. They said that because in the U.S. right now, it's 
so hard for drag queens and they're, mm-hmm. you know, all of the rules and everything that's such bullshit that they're yeah. making mm-hmm. that they decided that they were going to have a drag queen open in every single city that they toured in. So they were like, that's what we're doing. That's mm-hmm. what we can do. That's what we have control over yeah. other than voting. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's that. Yeah. So it was really cool. Yeah. Check it out. I've had it. I've had it. I've had it. We should get to our PLT stories. Okay. D. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start. Yeah. Even though I started last week. It's your birthday month. Are you serious? Yes, I fucking love you, bitch. My birthday's all month, bitch. <laughs> okay, so here's my story. Mm-hmm. So I was hanging out with a couple comedians, and this was actually, this was the show that you and I made our directorial debut on someone else's. It was for that Tell a Story mm-hmm. Hive um, Tell a story high project. And um, anyways, I was there on set and I was the director. You came on halfway through the shoot, I think. So I directed it. I was directing another uh, series and I had to miss a couple days. You weren't. (laughs) I think you were bartending. You couldn't get it off. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, I was making my directorial. Oh my God. Another one. Directorial debut. (laughs) Irrinsecable. Irrinsecable. Turn it off. We're not doing it. <laughs> Irrecyclable. Say it. Irrecyc. Nope. Irreconcilable. <gasps> Irreconcilable differences. There we go. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Okay. So, um, I was making my directorial debut on someone else's project. And so I was like very wanting to make sure, like I was putting on my boss hat. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to make sure I was as professional as possible. I was doing like, you know, a shot list, like all of the things mm-hmm. I was relying on the DOP so much, but I was really trying to have my shit together because mm-hmm. as a director, there's a lot more that then you're not just like pointing and think you got to know the flow, mm-hmm. the lines, the yeah. scene, the look, mm-hmm. what we're transitioning mm-hmm. in. What do we need to get? You're the president of the film. You're the president of, of the film mm, like a country that's right you are the leader yes so anyways i am there and i am just trying to like fake it till i fucking make it mm-hmm. okay because mm-hmm. they've asked me i did not want to do it because i was scared mm-hmm. but i said jesus christ mm-hmm. why am i always so scared of everything mm-hmm. and he said amy you need to do this yeah and then i was like <laughs> i was like who's that and he's like it's jesus christ <laughs> And I said, whoa, Jesus, I don't need to be like, you know, presumptuous, yeah. but you sound gay. And he's yeah. like, I am. <laughs> That's none of your business. Yeah. And you're going to hell, Dyke. Oh, That's what he said to me. Wow. I know. So I didn't really understand that that's none of your business part. Yeah, you never told me that. And then he called me a dyke and said I was going to hell. <laughs> anyway, so I'm there trying to, you know, be professional. And one of the comedians that we were working with that was in the scene, we were just shooting the shit or whatever. And, and he's done a lot of this. So I was like really trying to make sure that I was, you know, being a cool guy. And so we start talking and we're talking shop. Well. And anyways, the idea was somehow socks come up. Okay. <laughs> you know how that happens in being a director. Of course. Yeah, yeah. No socks come up and we're talking about socks. And I, I truly can't remember why we're talking about socks, but I'm talking to him and I'm talking to another actress. I'm actually talking to Katie Burell. You know who that is. Mm-hmm. She's a friend of ours. She's been on this. She's amazing. Go check her out too. If you haven't. And socks come up and I say to them very confidently, I'm like, yeah, I actually am like, sometimes I wear my socks twice and I just say it. <laughs> and Literally, they both stopped and Tom, who I was talking to, goes, what? And I was like, I, I thought it was a safe place. I thought others, other people did that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, just like sometimes I'll wear my socks twice because I like, I don't know, they're not dirty. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just wear them twice because my I said my feet don't sweat or stink or anything like that. So I feel like I can get longevity out of them. Mm-hmm. The both of them looked at me. <laughs> 
they both looked at me mm-hmm. like I was the biggest piece of shit, mm. disgusting, vile, trashy little yeah. garbage pail girl, mm-hmm. garbage pail kid, mm-hmm. lived in dirt. Mm-hmm. What? And I told them, and they couldn't believe I had the bravery to share that with them. <laughs> the bravery. The bravery. That and I w- took a lot. And I was like a stunned mm. that they weren't agreeing with me. I thought they were going to be like, oh yeah, sometimes I do too. And literally, basically Tom just was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. I'm pretty sure Katie joined in and I was so fucking mortified that I had said that. Mm-hmm. And then I went home again and I told Jenny, I'm like, I told them that I was wearing socks twice. And she was like, ew, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like sometimes like if I, if they're not dirty, mm-hmm. I will like wear them again. And she was like, no. So since that day, yeah. I have never worn my socks twice. Good for you. But listen, I didn't realize I wasn't thinking. I'm like, well, they've been in my shoes all day. Yeah. Like, it's no big deal. It's not like mm. I was over at people's houses and stuff. But then I was like, no, like, they've been in my shoes all day. <laughs> and like, you take your shoes off and they're like stretched out and like, mm-hmm. they're dirty and like, mm-hmm. your skin's shedding in them. Like, yeah, yeah. they're gross. Mm-hmm. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I thought you were trying to save a penny, maybe. No. Hey, if, if I get two days out of this, a little less laundry I'm going to have to do. Honey, I know I'm a penny pincher, but mm. listen. Also, don't you have like, I have like 40 pairs of socks, I think. Okay, I do. But the problem is, is I only like a handful of them. I'm the same. And also <laughs> I lose them all. So like I have a bunch, but I have a lot of singles. Where do they go? Honestly, the I want to write an animation story. Mm-hmm about where the lost socks go yeah, and then they, they go into a little world like mm. where does that lost sock go because you can't where do they go i have no idea they get sucked up in the washing machine or the dryer you know maybe they're all like upstairs maybe they're having a party where are they unsolved mysteries remember that show when you're going out i don't want to talk about so it so scary don't unlock core memories for me. <laughs> well you are a plt yeah at the beginning of the story i wanted to say you had the best of intentions you were Thanks. just trying to like shoot the shit and then you're trying to you know break it up a little bit with a little bit of like you know home talk and it didn't, didn't work out for you <laughs> no no i'm the only plt yeah you're the only plt thanks well i think you're amazing thank you i'm gonna be reading a story today from a plt that sent it via Instagram. Okay. Which we love. Keep sending us stories. We're going to call this person um, Jazz. Oh my God. Jazz says, I have a multi-leveled PLT story. I feel like all components are necessary to the story, but I'll try to narrow it down. In 2010, I went to Coachella for the first time, and it was also my first time doing ecstasy. When Jay-Z brought out Beyonce on stage, it kicked in and turned my world around. I bet. After that weekend, Coachella became my personal identity, as did finding ecstasy. Uh Uh-oh. After chewing my face off looking for a good connection to get my drugs from, (laughs) I found a reliable source. His name was Sky, and he was a 40-year-old server with frosted tips that I had worked with at Boston Pizza for two years prior. When I had manipulated the owners into letting me serve, even though it was illegal because I was underage, but somehow convinced them that it was okay if I didn't pour the drinks myself another plt story jazz you're bad jazz you're bad sky always had the party favors when coachella 2011 rolled around i was without a doubt in capital letters going but my friend and i were concerned about fighting quality drugs we bought 10 capsules from sky and wrapped them in plastic put them in a shampoo bottle and buried the shampoo bottle into a bag of coffee beans and off to drive across the border we went. No. <laughs> Jazz. When I went to Burning Man in 2002, we put our ecstasy in candles and like melted them in the candles and then we mailed them separately before we went and then picked them up in the States. Oh my God. Yes. I'm a badass too, Jazz. <gasps> we arrived at our final destination, Coachella Camping. And immediately got fucked up. (laughs) And our neighbors literally offered us free access to a potato sack full of yellow pills. 
the what? next morning. What's that? <laughs> like a bunch of drugs. A okay. Bunch of ecstasy, Molly, Boom, Pow, Shiraz, all the stuff. What Shiraz? Okay. Oh, that's a wine. All right. The next morning, <laughs> I figured I'd dig out the pills we smuggled over the border just to mix things up a bit, as one does. Our trunk was open, car battery was dead, and the coffee slash shampoo slash ecstasy concoction was nowhere to be found. Nothing else was missing, though, so we hadn't been robbed. We had obviously moved them somewhere the night before. Anyways, that's the, that's the worst part of the story, but not the end. Not only did we smuggle drugs over the border and lose them, we had a potato sack of yellow pills we were eating like candy. At the end of the weekend, it was time to pack up and go. My friend said she was too hungover to drive, and I was seriously fucking pissed. Me too, I thought. And she continued to dry heave into a plastic bag for the next seven hours of our drive. At the eighth hour, I started to worry that something was actually wrong with her, and we collectively decided to go to a hospital in the middle of nowhere. She ended up being treated for severe dehydration, a yeah, Mm -hmm. and had a couple IVs for a couple hours. Thank God for travel insurance, because her bill was literally $18,000 US. Oh my God. I ended up driving most of the way home after that, and we are all giant PLTs. But my message is to grow some instincts as a human and not trust 40 year old man named Sky and get a fucking grip if you relate to the story. Love from one of your fave fans and someone who has more PLT stories than days she's lived. Oh my God. Jazz, you smuggle drugs across the border. Jazz, you can't be telling us that you smuggle drugs across the border, okay? <laughs> Even though Brian just said he did too. Yeah, well, Brian. We sent them before us. We met up with the drugs. So you technically, st- we had no drugs in you our sent, car. You sent them across the border in the sky or something mm. or in someone else's mail vehicle. But even that, I was so nervous and I had nothing to do with any of it. Like my name was not attached, but still I was 22 or 23 or something. I was so nervous all the time of everything. I was like, oh no, if I get caught. Oh my God. And then I have to go to US jail. Then they dropped the soap and my life would have had such a different trajectory. Stop making me privy to your crimes. I'm sorry. Back to jazz. Yeah. Jazz, I love this story. <laughs> it scared me. It had ups, downs, twists and turns. Mm-hmm. $18,000 USD yes. you're losing your drugs that you're smuggling where are they where that's my thing where did they go nothing else was stolen you did no. not get robbed you clearly got so mangled the night before you blacked out you did something with those drugs you probably gave them to people walking by who knows and then what are you just gave them to someone hey I love you you're so hot Here, take, take these. these yeah do you know what the best part of the story is that the man was named Sky. Yeah, he was a 40-year-old <laughs> server with frosted tips. At Boston Pizza. <laughs> and he was the guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need some drugs? Yeah. Call Sky. That's right. Hey, yeah, I'll do it. I'll set you up. Sky. Oh my God, Boston Pizza, also very much equivalent to Reddy Rob's. Red Robin, <laughs> BPs. Yes. Trust me. Boston Pizza. We used to go to Boston Pizza all the time in North Van. I was trying to like hear, I was like, did I know someone named Sky that worked there? Because like truly. Maybe he still works there. He probably, Sky definitely still works 50s at BPs. Now, yeah. Well, he works at BPs. <laughs> Jazz, you need to not do that. But here's the cool part, Jazz. Mm. You're right. Jazz, put a PSA in there. Yeah. If you're listening and you're 40 plus, mm-hmm. grow up. Yeah. Can be doing that. Yeah. And don't do it when you're young either. Smuggle. Dude, mm. I haven't even seen those Border Patrol crossing shows. That's right. And don't be serving at restaurants in your 40s. Hey, Oh no! Like every episode, you do. Oh. <laughs> Jazz your appeal. Jazz your appeal to you. So Sky, honestly, and Sky. Yeah. No, Sky's a king. Oh, that's true. And also, uh, Jazz, your friend is a PLT. Jazz, your whole world is PLT. She was supposed to drive you home. She's a bitch. <gasps> like every episode, we end with a question. Okay. This week's question, actually, your story kind of relates to it a little bit. If you were in lineup at Chuck E. Cheese to buy your nephew some game tokens, 
And the mom behind you in line who you didn't know just went up to you and whispered in your ear, you're fucking trash. What would you do? <laughs> okay, I'm at Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. I'm trying to get some tokens. For your, I'm, for your nephews. I'm pissed already because I'm at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I already know I'm getting sick 100%. Yeah. I'm going to get some sort of fucking flu, influenza, some sort of fucking weird disease mm-hmm. from all the gross children in there. Yeah. I know I'm trash because I'm at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I know my kids are trash because they're with me at Chuck E. Cheese and they've convinced me to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm mad, rattled, and I know I'm fucking trash. Yeah, yeah. But do I want this mother behind me to whisper in my ear, you're trash? You're fucking trash. You're fucking trash no i don't i don't like that at all so i would turn around first of all i'd go ew because she would be close to my ear whispering and i would go what and she would say would she say what would she say to me back if i said what you heard me you're fucking trash I would say, I know I'm fucking trash, but here's the biggest fucking, <laughs> let me fucking reel you this bitch. You're in Chuck E. Cheese with me and you just whisper to a fucking stranger and you mm. don't know who you just fucking click clacked with bitch mm. oh, because I'll click clack back and you'll call me trash from one trash to another trash. You're fucking trash bitch and your kids are ugly. Five Whoa. tokens, please. Whoa. And only five because I want to go. Yes. Don't serve this bitch behind me. That's right. Shit, you handled that well. I click clack bitch. I don't even know what click clack means but i think it means don't fuck with me that's right what would you do i can't punch her right that's inappropriate you can't do that i can't do that yeah so i would turn around okay you be the woman okay and i'd go you're fucking trash bitch what did you say i said you heard me i said you're fucking trash what do you mean why am i trash bitch because you're here so are you. You look in the mirror. Nice haircut, by the way. You look like a Karen who fell off a porch and hit her head. My name is Karen, and I did fall, and that was a long time ago, and I've never recovered fully. Yeah, and I can tell, and I don't feel bad about making fun of that. I guess I'm a genius, and I know how to tell the future, because I just guess that about your life. Anyway, you're, why do you call me trash? Because. Because I'm gay? Yeah. You are. Hom- no. You're homophobic, no, Karen. No, that's not why I said that. Why do you say it? I said it because you smell like garbage. Well, that's because I just queefed, bitch. You know how to queef? Yeah, gays can do a lot of things that you don't know. But you're so homophobic and in your head, you don't even know anything about that, bitch. Whose kids are those? Are those yours right there, the ugly ones? Yeah. Yeah, they look like they fell off a fucking porch, too. Hey, the apple did. didn't fall far from the tree, They bitch. did. We were in an apple tree. Really? Yeah, we've never, none of us have fully recovered. Yeah, you probably live in one because you're so trash and poor. <gasps> Five tokens, please. Click, clack. <laughs> <laughs> Click, clack. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. <laughs> <laughs> and as we always say, you, you poor, poor little thing. thing. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.